Patanjali Sage Patanjali and he has written in his text 195 small sutras and he describes about mind what is mind how it functions okay what are the obstacles in the functioning of the mind how to meditate what all to choose for meditation what are the benefits of meditation so very basic text for the serious students sincere students of yoga and meditation welcome to the yoga conversations podcast this is your host harish punjabi I have been practicing yoga and meditation for the past 3 years. Being its student, I'm exploring this art in greater depths, hoping to dissect its mysticism, trying to make it accessible for all yogis and the ones who are generally interested to start this practice. We talk with teachers, masters, or anyone who practices yoga or meditation and has a huge impact on their lives. We'll get into the weeds of different yoga branches like Hatha, Vinyasa, Yin Yoga, as well as different forms of meditation like guided, transcendental, or gratitude. In the end, yoga happens beyond the mat. Anything you do with attention to how you feel is yoga. Let's begin with the show. Welcome to the Yoga Conversations podcast. Today our guest is Nitin Jain. Nitin has been teaching yoga and meditation for the last 20 years. He has been a wellness coach and a spiritual guide. Based in Mumbai, he does regular yoga classes and meditation classes in fitness centers of five-star hotels, clubs, corporate offices and various other institutes. Recently he has been giving these classes in Goa to help students get that teacher training courses he has been training in multiple locations like rishikesh kerala rajasthan and mumbai so nitin welcome to the show yes thank you harish you've been to multiple locations but how was your experience in all these locations so uh, these uh, popular destinations about yoga like especially uh, rishikesh then in kerala in goa and uh, now even dharmshala but i was in rishikesh for uh, quite a few number of times i have stayed there uh, for uh, months and months and uh, you know it's a very good experience there it's a very spiritual energy people from all over the world are there i so i, I understand in, ah you you been to rishikesh yes yes, yes. i've okay. been once so i can completely relate to what you've been saying means i haven't stayed there for a longer period but yes i can relate to what experience you just said yeah 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 so that uh, you know initially i was uh, quite intrigued that's good and now they even call it a world uh, yoga capital if you heard rishikesh yes yes it's been called that yeah so there are, uh, you know lot of uh, teachers there lot of institutes there i stayed in various ashrams one of them shivananda ashram and uh, i read quite a good number of uh, books from swami shivananda also you heard of him Yes, briefly I have heard, yes. but yes. Yes, Swami Shivananda, he had put up an ashram, he had put up a, a society, a yoga society there and all. And he has written very good books. They can get hand of some of the books from Swami Shivananda also. They're quite good, they're quite interesting books. Definitely, definitely. Then, uh, you know, I went to Kerala also. I did course there. And Kerala also, you know, uh, is, uh, is a place where a lot of people flock. to kerala 
and there are a lot of retreats offering massages and all because in kerala you know the ayurvedic massage is very popular and uh, there are lot of yoga centers now coming up that's great that's great yeah. so means i was just remembering that day that during my experience at goa means when i had come to preksha yoga ashram i met you mm-hmm. there i clearly remember that our first class was on chakras the way you explained about the chakras it gave a lot of meaning as each article i was reading through i got to know that there are some would say that there are 114 chakras then i heard someone saying that there are 36000 chakras so there was a lot of ambiguity that how many chakras are there and how many of them are important so uh, yeah, do, yeah. do you, can you share more light on this yes yes see now chakras is a very very interesting topic all over the world chakras is drawing lot of attention uh, you know teaching about chakras and lot of people you see are offering chakra healing sessions also uh, basically there are seven major chakras and uh, there are minor chakras which are many many and different people have different counts for them but then those are minor chakras the major chakras are seven the first one uh, being at the perineum at the bottom the second the pelvic chakra then uh, the navel the heart the throat the forehead center that's called the third eye the agya chakra and then the crown of the head top so what happens is right from the bottom to the crown of the head you have your different uh, levels of consciousness different levels of emotions so that's why uh, every chakra relates to different frequency different wavelength different personality aspects so like somebody is lacking in confidence and will power and strength so one is able to relate okay this is for the third chakra so that's how it is and uh, then if one is not able to have a lot of compassion for the people one and one is not able to connect with the people so one knows where the problem is it's in the fourth chakra so similarly like the third eye it is uh, very interesting this uh, the sixth chakra forehead is the third eye it's a chakra where you have more clarity of mind a bigger picture of mind you make good decisions you have uh, nice intuitions you have nice understanding about the things right right so that makes it interesting because in chakras you dealing you dealing with all your aspects all your psychological emotional aspects physical aspects so you know where which areas you need to work on where you are lacking where is your strength then what kind of meditation you should do and uh, that gives a very uh, beautiful picture about the whole psychology and about the whole function of the mind you know you know there is this funny thing when after our class i was also going through a topic known as maslow's hierarchy of needs which i'm not sure whether you heard him yes so, yes yes yeah that's taught oh. in the mba courses that's even taught okay. in the mba course okay great yeah. great so the maslow's hierarchy of needs it's like a pyramid program and this is for all listeners who do not know about him he had created this pyramid structure where the bottom was those needs which were most required like safety security and uh, as we go up the needs vary so this structure or this pyramid structure was very much similar to what the chakras were offering so when you told us that the seven chakras the bottom structure provides you safety and security i was relating it lot to the hierarchy of needs so and correct, correct, it it correct. is really i mean it was really fascinating to discuss and compare both of them yes yes it's very very much related that actually validates 
validates both the things because both the things have come separately. The chakra theory is separately come. It is an ancient thing written in the text. And this Maslow's law is a separate thing which was studied by this scientist somewhere in the West in the right. recent uh, centuries. And he studied and he gave uh, that theory on the basis of a study of the people's psychology. So that thing and this thing have come from two different sources, but they are uh, quite similar. They are matching that, uh, you know, basically the first chakra talks about fear. So one, the very first uh, need of a person is to, you know, do away with the fear and have some safety that, you know, initially when you go somewhere, you will look for safety. That am I safe? You know, the Maslow's uh, theory is talking like this. And as you go up, then, you know, you have more different needs. Then you have uh, more physical needs and more That's psychological right. needs. And then you have more social needs. Then you want to refine yourself and refine your taste. So you go up second chakra, third chakra. Then, you know, you want to do something for the society. So you go up to the fourth chakra, the heart chakra. And even That's Maslow right. says that once you start moving up after, you know, taking care of all things and growing, and then you feel, okay, now I should do something for the society, give back to the society. And then the highest thing is, uh, Maslow says, self-actualization, where, you know, you're not bothered about anything, who's talking, what about you, and you don't want to validate yourself. And, you know, you are not stressed at all, no anxiety, and you are very peacefully and you are enjoying yourself and you are self-actualized. So that is the sixth and the seventh chakras in yoga where, you know, you are completely enlightened, all your karmas start burning and you connect with the whole cosmic existence. You are a part of infinite then, you know. So the the theories go on the parallel thing and they validate each other. So yeah, so during our or or rather during my retreat, we learned especially two types of meditation styles from you. One was guided and one was gratitude. So I wanted to ask, does guided meditation work when you are alone? Okay, see, what happens is initially for a person to meditate by oneself, it becomes difficult because the mind, you know, has a tendency of running around. That's why there is a guided meditation thing that, you know, suppose I just tell you that this is the technique and I'll explain this this technique to you. And now you sit for half an hour and you meditate. So what will happen? You will like to meditate, but then your mind will play ticks and run away here and there. And then you might feel uh, down, you might feel low and you might feel discouraged, you might give up. So that's why initially what happens is that guided meditations are there so that the guide, the teacher is constantly talking something, although not very fast and not too much, but in between giving guidance to you, giving commands. And then, you know, your mind will stay with that. It will not run around. So that's why practice. Practically, the guided meditation is a very good thing, especially for the beginners. You can uh, do it on your own. And even those who are doing uh, on their own also, you know, in between, sometime they go and do the group classes also. So again, it's, it's a, it's a right. recharging, it's inspiration too. It's, yeah. it's like whatever path, the path is the same, but uh, what kind of mode of transport you want to take is your choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we have so many uh, meditation techniques. I'll tell you Patanjali Yoga Sutra, which is the basic text of yoga, was written some 2000 years ago, Patanjali Sage Patanjali, and he has written in his text 195 small sutras, and he describes about mind. What is mind? How it functions? Okay, what are the obstacles in the functioning of the mind? How to meditate? what all to choose for meditation, what are the benefits of meditation. It's a very basic text for the serious students, sincere students of yoga and meditation. 
so patanjali sutra he says patanjali says that you can choose anything as the object of meditation he proposes so many objects also but then ultimately after giving you 10 15 examples to meditate and then ultimately he says you can choose anything so anything right. can become the object of meditation that's what you're saying that you know there are various uh, paths and then you may just want to go to the higher states of consciousness different things techniques to meditate so do you follow any particular style of meditation or do you are you comfortable with one specific technique and if so again why no one should try various kinds of meditation so wherever your wavelength and your frequency your connection is in more harmony with you will start happening more to you right right so uh, basically you know we cannot say for everybody that's why patanjali has clearly said you can choose any technique then who will match where connect where and in different phases of life you might have different uh, choices even that is there so it's not that one person path. that's right that's right it's uh, yes so it's right whatever teachings have been given to you who follow that path if in case there is something new to learn so you explore on your own and again it's part of your own journey yes yes that's right. part of one's journey my if one wants to explore different techniques that's perfectly okay so then when did you realize that this is something you want to practice for life yeah see right from uh, very early times i used to be interested in the spiritual aspect of life what is life what is death what is happiness what is sadness and then what happens ultimately after death and what is there beyond life so that's why you know i was quite intrigued by all these things and i wanted to find answers and i was always you you got your clarity pretty soon that's what i have to say yeah yeah that. yeah so many people have one moment one event or some incidents right. which like into that some and then they realize that yeah many 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 times that happens to many people yeah agreed agreed okay so here's my like my final question if i'm not sure whether you've already reached that stage but if and when you reach the stage of aham brahmasmi what mm-hmm. message would you like to share with the universe my um, you know message would be that uh, to see try to think about these things uh, you know what is life what is death what is beyond life why there is difference and is there karma is there reincarnation so uh, and is there liberation is there soul so you know these things if we get intrigued and then you know very genuinely truly one should try to seek the highest possible you know whatever the highest spiritual evolution possible one should try sincerely to seek that and both the things happen parallel that's why you know yoga is a very beautiful path because here you take care of your health you take care of your mind you take care of your uh, you know happiness and peace of mind balance of mind so all these things are the basic things which we are looking for with the people even the people look for happiness and all these so this is the path which gives you this all these things and that is what uh, one has to evolve and evolve and evolve and reach the ultimate possibility so one should work towards realizing this ultimate realization i am the highest i am the ultimate the aham aham brahmasmi so yoga is a beautiful path so uh, you know where you get both the things uh, you know you are you are happy and fine with the world also you know with yoga and breathing and meditation and practice you getting that so both the things so one I, should uh, do this i yeah. i completely agree I means uh, what is saying makes a lot of sense it is only thing is it is very difficult to make everyone understand for this path because 
everyone has been running the usual rat race and to ask them to take part in this pass is like a big debate <laughs> but yes your message definitely makes sense means if why why is it that some people should experience i guess everyone should experience this yes 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 that's what i'm saying and uh, and it's good and uh, these thing i think uh, with this quarantine uh, this for last 3 months many people have had chance to stay alone and to cut off from uh, actually lot of running around and all uh, that's what, cut down that's on so what many means, things and, uh, i was yeah. wondering during the lockdown itself that everyone who practices meditation won't be affected by the lockdown itself that you have that mental strength to bear the current time so of course it is uh, easy to say difficult to do but then it is possible and it becomes more and more easy as you practice and uh, you know that's what i'm saying that you know everybody is looking for good health and energy so yoga gives you you practice is good asana and pranayama you you feel very uh, energized and you get good fitness and health with this with all this it will help you with your career also and it will help you with your relationships also so that that's another uh, practical aspect definitely definitely so we are come to the end of a show thank you so much nitin for coming in and uh, guiding us to uh, all the information and knowledge we have just provided us with we'll be soon coming with, with more uh, episodes with on different numerous topics on yoga and meditation thank you thank you very much once again thank you for hearing out the episode all topics with their respective links and our email ids will be available in the show notes see you in the next episode